0: Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies. Yo, you yo! Yigidio. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Welcome officially to the 2022 Oscars season. It's Oscar season all year round, apparently. It we, really is,
1: isn't it? We missed last week. We missed last week, but that's because uh, the whole calendar year is Oscar season. Those film performances don't stop giving <laughs> and don't stop
0: trying to get that nom. <laughs> Just like us trying to talk about the Oscars, I'm sort of feel this like wave of like this smoke that drifted through the valley this morning, kind of washing the Oscars off me. I feel like a wave of smoke that drifted through an RSL because that Oscar location this year, what was that? What uh, was that? They couldn't, <laughs> they
1: couldn't do it at the Dolby Theatre, so they did it in some bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, the Paddington RSL. Just do it online, y'all. Just save the coin and just do it online. We've all gotten used to Zoom,
0: and I'm fine with seeing Andrew Davidson stand-up online. I know, Andrew Day, Day eating, like, Caban- Cabanossi and, like, cubes of cheese.
1: So instead of Oscar season talk, we're going to... Encourage people to engage with Sydney culture by offering two double passes mm-hmm. to an Australian film that's screening mm-hmm. at the Ram Ritz, mm-hmm. Bloodshot Heart, directed by local filmmaker and afters graduate Parish Malfotano. Jen, you wrote here that it's joining the canon of Sequin in the Blue Room and Suburban Wildlife. Is that just because it's a young person making a film circa twenty nineteen?
0: Are you really like
1: are you really saying that it's not?
0: It kind of is actually. <laughs> They're all from the same year at afters. <laughs> They're all from the same year of afters, <laughs> <laughs> and they made feature films that got cinema distribution, which I think is like wow, kind of amazing and kind of unheard of. I think mm. for years and years and years, Australian cinema was relegated to the rich and the nepotism, and it still is. But um, you know? I mean,
2: afters is expensive.
0: Uh. I'm just putting that out there. Afters uh. is definitely expensive. Um, and uh, no one's saying that these are DIY resourceful films, but. Uh, they are getting cinema releases, and yeah, they are young people that potentially don't have parents in the industry. All three of them? I don't think so. Let's go to movie news. Mm. Let's go to movie, movie news and talk news. about Byron Bay.
2: All right. That's
1: gossip. Movie news. That's Nine gossip. perfect strangers is a TV show inspired by a Moriarty text, Jen? Yes or no? Yes, a text. It is, it is, it is, okay. So it's a show that was shot during lockdown in Byron Bay and it's dropped its first trailer with Melissa McCarthy and Nicole Kidman, which basically feels just like a movies, 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 SNL parody of therapy culture. That's kind of what the trailer says to me.
0: Yeah, it's giving the Big Little mm-hmm. Lies essentialists what they demanded, which was a Northern Beaches kind of rundown of the original show which people were so upset got transplanted to the North Californian coast Mm. but I don't understand why you're not talking about Regina Hall here We've got Brenda. Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah, we had Brenda in the show. We had Brenda in, Australia. in Australian shores and we didn't know. And we didn't, I mean, we just weren't following it. And then gosh. Danny, just for context, Brenda from Scary Movie, we need to also just admit
1: that we are talking about Brenda. We're
0: talking about Brenda. We're talking about Regina Hall. We're talking about one mm-hmm. of the most underrated actors mm-hmm. of our times mm-hmm. yeah. um, who made the most beautiful birthday video. If you can look on her Instagram, singing to herself. Oh, save, Maybe we will get it up. Maybe that could be our movie news next uh, week. <laughs> um, what else is happening in their shores. uh. We just discovered this fab
1: website that I'm going to review later on in take two called Ecstatic Static. It's essentially a free online resource that has essays, data, images, screenings, information, all about movies. And I think it's in a bid to kind of put online, to internetify film academia and film culture in a way that's also kind of spanking and sexy because the website's beautiful
0: it's beautiful it's harking
1: Mm. back to a time of blogging that i can't relate to because i never had a tumblr save for the review but if you need that (laughs) you should hop on to ecstatic static it's a fabulous resource
0: and i'll say more about it in take two
2: Mm, can't wait
0: and then talking about blogs, our favourite, or maybe not favourite, controversial blog, SMH, Shaking My Head, Sydney Morning Herald, uh, has interviewed Dwan Husan, the kid at the centre of the acclaimed documentary, In My Blood It Runs. We mm-hmm. have interviewed Maya Newell Maya, before. Maya, I remember, yeah. We had her on in February 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, such a blur, I can't even remember February 2020. Um, responding to... Oh, and... Jenny! New phones? New oh, phones, new phones off, First off in the cinema! Yay. Turn <laughs> off your pages! <laughs> <laughs> um... They're responding to the fact that the curriculum, the national curriculum, is going to change to include truth-telling about Indigenous sovereignty I and saw invasion. I yeah,
2: the history curriculum. Yes, mm-hmm. and
0: they're looking to this film and kind of heralding it or like holding up this film as a kind of catalyst in that movement. Um, So, for anyone that says documentary can't change anything, including myself, uh, Mm, maybe we can look to Dewan's experience. Thank you, Maya Newell. I think the film is still available on ABC iview, and you can check out our interview with Maya on our episode 73 questions with Maya Newell from last year.
1: I love that, actually. I love that that sort of small-scale film had an impact because, dare I say, that movie was a bit impressionistic.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't
1: think people take Impressionism seriously. No, But I think in the context of social change, it can be really informative. Like, sometimes people mm-hmm. don't want just die-hard raw facts. They want, Visuals. you know, a visual canvas and a visual exploration of something that might not be super didactic, because it's translated into social change.
2: Yeah, it really has. And I think the fact that it followed Juan's story really helped with that. And it should be composed viewing for all... All schools, ju-
0: literally. Um, I think schools, it will
2: students, be everyone. That's I think that's great. what they're that's doing, awesome. right? Yeah. What was
0: some compulsory we doing so. for you, Jen, in primary school? In Kids. primary school, what did they like? What did they make us? Do? They made us see Romeo plus Juliet, literally four years in a row. What? <laughs> that was the only film they knew how to teach which us how version? to study in Adelaide. No Romeo plus Juliet, which is a what's very that? specific version. Uh, what's that? The Baz <laughs> version, the Baz version, the With all the guns and the violence
2: oh and the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. I was forced
1: to sit through tomorrow when the war began what is it with oh. schools pushing violent war movies uh, romeo and juliet's
0: a war movie it's italian via british via australia via leona boat via sydney culture play some sydney music maybe oh my God. what's the one thing you learned from tomorrow when the war began because i learned and i use this every time i go to the movies to lick my finger and like put my spit on my eyelids if i'm falling asleep and that's something that Ellie from Tomorrow When the War Began used to do So what? when she was like being a sniper. Danny, let me escape this conversation. I do not remember this. Yeah,
2: let's... All right, let's wrap on movie news. We'll be
0: back. We don't need to hear any more
1: about Tomorrow When the War Began.
0: <laughs> and, oh my God, Lee's angry penis in the second oh, one. Oh, no, okay. Stop it. Okay. So no, You're cancelled, no, We don't need, Take no, we need to Take him off Kill
1: the mic. <laughs> all
2: right, we'll be back you know, just after this. This is June and Dita with B.O. Out of new york that was Dita with bio on mornings on fbi 94.5 with me danny stewart and i am joined in the studio right now with film lords jen and andre we are in the middle of movies 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 and it's time for take two
0: take two
1: I think I'm going first today. Yeah. With something that has no trailer because it's not actually even a film. Like I said in movie news, I'm going to be talking about Ecstatic Static, which I really encourage everyone listening to go check out. It's an online platform. I I struggle to find an interesting way to say website, so I'm going to try and use a plethora of words. Help me <laughs> out here, Jen, maybe. Resource. Re- resource. Um, Library. E-portal. Um, um,
0: a printing catalogue. Online
1: encyclopedia. online A zine form. <laughs> that contains uh, multiple forms of information about film culture. I believe that was initiated as a way to turn film texts, books, uh, readings, academia into PDFs so that people could access them for research or just for pure cinematic bliss. And I think this is a really exciting online venture for me because I often get asked, who's your favourite film critic? Who do you like to read? Who do you watch? Like whose opinions do you like? Mm. And I realise that the closer and closer I get to being a filmmaker and the further and further away I get from being a film critic, the best critics are the filmmakers. And it's so rare that they publish writing or they publish text about films or their filmmaking style until Ecstatic Static comes into the picture, which has a lot of long form writings by a pitch where where is that a cool Chant- Chantal Ackerman
0: yeah mm-hmm. Jen you- oh well specifically you're talking about a resource that's on Ecstatic Static called This Long Century that's which it. is a different website that has a list of like essays by filmmakers that's it, which that's is it, also that's a fab it.
1: resource and I do find that like any sort of uh, running commentary component to a streaming service like Letterbox or the movie journals or anything that requires like leave a comment on a streaming service, I just mm-hmm. completely ignore. Cringe. cringe. Cringe, cringe, max. At ourselves. So you want a space that is a, a www dot that has the legitimacy of an actual mm. filmmaker speaking and that you can just gawk over with your eyes. That is housed in a beautiful website harking back to the days of tumblr which i actually can't relate to because i never had a tumblr but if that is something that you can relate to maybe ecstatic static is your new go-to
0: film critic we have to thank raquel caballero famous in-store artist and afters librarian and Woody Allen Apologist for putting us onto this <laughs> mm-hmm. um, really really love this resource my favourite was Jodie Mack's printable PDF of film yes, just basically yes, film knowledge yes, it's like yes, a how to yes, 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 that yes, she's yes, drawn yes. with her hands Jodie Mack is a famous mm. formalist filmmaker that makes like crazy animations and it's just like back to back really legible information about literally what is 35mm what is a lens like That's what we how, need. Do we we how do we process how do we do it accessibility. Need to understand 35mm. Pages, on we printed it out we're yep. looking for a bulldog clip anyone on rough trade want to bring a bulldog clip to our house so that we can keep these papers safe actually
1: let's turn film culture into screen culture scroll culture <laughs> Jenny, now we're going to talk about an actual movie. Are we going to yeah. yeah. dive right into it? it? Are we going to dive
0: right into it? I can
2: play a little preview. can play a little preview. Okay, preview. A little beforehand,
0: yeah. can we just talk about the context of this film? Okay, so, like, obviously there was just this, like, immaculate ecstasy of seeing Chloe Zhao, like, sitting on the ground, accepting an Oscar, mm. telling everyone to ride the empathy machine, and in the words of Roger Ebert, be kind. Um, but people were wondering, you know, who, what, what's the father? Yeah. What is this Dendi movie poster that got so many ocinoms and an the-
2: absent
0: an absent best actor award yeah. win? He wasn't
2: there.
0: He wasn't there. Anthony wasn't there. Where's Anthony? Anthony couldn't make it. Even Evelyn Roth is making it to Sydney. This His, week, I
1: think he broke the record for the oldest person to win an acting nomination. Why do he I did. feel like he I also believe he's eighty-three? Why old. is it every year there's a new old person winning an Oscar? That is not fair. <laughs> it's not fair that they have all those years of experience. Hey, mm. old people
0: have had a, a rough year, Andre. That's true. That's true. Respect. Um, but also, he was didn't he also win for win, like the Oscar for the shortest amount of screen time in Silence of the Lambs*? Oh, did he? Do we care about that fact? <laughs> the context that I was
1: referring to was that this is a film about an elderly man who is. Uh, is it dementia or is it alzheimer's are they different uh, who is experiencing mental degradation Daddy? dementia
2: is an umbrella term right. for all the different types of diseases that come under like d- the dementia Umbrella mm-hmm. and Alzheimer's is a particular type of dementia, I believe, but I might be wrong.
0: But also you've got stakes in this as do I. Yes, so what is what is the baggage you've got going in and what can I like answer for you?
2: Um well I guess I'm just interested in representations of dementia because when my family was going through it with a family member, I went seeking that out, you know, I wanted to be comforted and I found nothing. I watched Steel Alice, starring Julianne Moore from a few years back. Mm-hmm. And And I just thought it kind of glamorised, like glossed over the really horrific reality mm. of the disease, which is so common. You know, I think like one in four people over 85 have dementia and we do not see it represented at all. But 2021 seems to be the year of the dementia movie, like we were saying just before off-air. It's um, not only the father, but also supernova.
0: I know, which yeah. <laughs> Whoa. your friend thought was actually about cancer because <laughs> Stanley Tucci's bald. <laughs> oh dear. He's been bald for ages though.
2: <laughs> he has, since like the 80s.
1: My entry point to this film was that I was under the impression that Anthony is suffering from dementia and yeah. then believes that the person in his house is trying to rob him and it's actually a thriller for it's him. It's like
0: an Olivia Sayers moment. I, mm. I thought it was like
1: a flight plan situation. Jody, yes. Is she crazy? Is she not crazy? But it's not that at all. Let's
2: Yeah, let's let's listen to the preview. So this is a little bit from the father. What's the matter, Dad? Strange things going on around us. Don't
0: worry. Everything will sort itself
2: out. Saw it in his eyes, didn't know who I was. It was like I was a stranger to him. just did something to me. I don't know what she's cooking up against me, but she's cooking something up. What are you talking about, Dad? I'm not leaving my flat! I am not leaving my flat!
1: This really is my flat.
2: That was a little preview of The Father, which Jen is going to give us their take on.
0: Yeah, I mean, last week I found myself in alone in the cinema on a sad date with myself, purely occupied by gay sons and their mothers, all wondering, what is the father? Um, I went because my nana, who I went and saw Nomadland with, um, was desperate to see it because her partner has dementia, aka my grandfather too. And I want a little insight to what her life is like living with him. And I... I don't know, I just, like, already felt like after not watching the Oscars and realising that they had suspiciously moved the Best Director category earlier in the night, the year that a woman of colour wins, um, where they awkwardly teased the potential of King Chadwick Boseman winning a posthumous Best Actor statue, the climax of the night going to an absent Sir Anthony Hopkins, winning for doing British in a movie soon to be a dendy online called The Father, just, like... I had to go. I had to know. I had to know what this was about. I had people asking me. I'd seen the poster. The Father, I can tell you, is actually by a French playwright with other titles in his repertoire, such as The Mother, The Other Woman, The Truth, and The Lie. The Father, Sir Hannibal, spirals like a Year 12 drama student in a Shakespearean COVID response, and I couldn't help but wonder why I didn't go see Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth do Gay for Pay in the, like, competing rich people with dementia movie Supernova. (laughs) Um... But I, I have to tell you, the film does go there, and this is a little secret. There is a moment where Olivia Cauliflower Woman and Sir Anthony Hopkins, I nearly said Sir Anthony Tucci, um, go completely haywire in kind of like a Suspiria adaptation kind of way and, like, cut themselves and, like, bleed in a bucket on a oh. Union Jack. So you wow. should check that out. Um, also, Laura Dern and Hugh Jackman have been booked to star up in the follow-up called The Sun. Are you serious? I'm fully serious. Is that serious. Real?
1: That's So this direction will have The
0: Sun... The lie, the truth, the father, the daughter, the mother, the other woman.
1: So when you quickly realise this film isn't a thriller and it's actually a tragedy drama, mm. it takes on a way more impactful tone. Yes. And is quite difficult and... ..really makes you wonder.
0: You really did feel like COVID psychosis. Mm. Like being trapped in an apartment, really not knowing which day is which, uh, not knowing who's out to get you... You know, yeah.
1: you're watching the film and then you realize, oh my god, this isn't a Charlie Kaufman movie. The whole the set the set changes aren't because of like kooky Russian no. existentialism. This is the physical mental degradation of someone's, you know, entire thinking process.
0: It's like Eternal Sunshine without the cool CGI and no Kylie Minogue
1: and no dyed hair and, and no, no Kirsten dance.
0: No Kirsten dance. to...
1: Olivia's so good in
0: this. Uh, Olivia's fab in this. She does... We were talking about how she's kind of the queen of disassociation. And really? like, I wonder if that's just because... She's like scared of the cameras or something. Like she is dynamic. She's fabulous in everything she's ever been in.
1: I noticed that, but in, she does just in everything she does. She gets given a line where she is arguing with someone, and she she always says this. She's always like, "Oh, don't look at me or speak to me <laughs> like that." It's like she's she's there to argue with someone who's disbelieving her.
0: She gets bullied in this movie. Yeah, she gets really bullied. It's bully just like the queen.
2: Okay. we are right in the middle of movies, movies, movies movies. And we've got a giveaway. Two double passes to Bloodshot Heart at iconic Art Deco Institution, the Randwick Ritz. Can That's you tell right. us
1: about it? We can. Should we play the cheeky Spotlight oh, Sting? Yes, yes, I'm yes. obsessed with the Sting. It, it gets right. me into Spotlight.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's hit it. What's
1: happening? Piece, yeah, I love Sydney. Moon piece, moon piece. Sydney Spotlight. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Bloodshot heart. Do you want to read the synopsis, Andre? A mild-mannered driving instructor living with his manipulative and jealous mother descends into obsession and psychosis when a tenant half his age moves in. Now, this movie has been described as giallo, which Jen and I... Both wish we knew more about, but essentially, Giallo cinema, we think, is Italian 80s gore, Suspiria...
0: Best answer, best description of Giallo wins the tickets. That's a great question.
1: (laughs) If you want to see a Sydney-made Giallo film at the Randwick Ritz, as you beautifully said, an art deco institution, text in... What giallo means? Is that what we're we're asking? The other
0: question, you can text in what giallo means or to commemorate Paddington 2 surpassing Citizen Kane as the best-reviewed film of all time today. On Rotten Tomatoes. (gasps) On RT. Um... You can text in what you think is the best review film. I don't know. No, let's do Giallo. Let's do Giallo, let's stick with yeah. the plan. Let's stick with the new plan.
1: Ignore Paddington 2 and text in the number, which is 0409945945. Don't know why I said it at the same time as you. You have to be an FBI supporter, but we have two double passes to...
0: This a, Mother's Day movie.
1: A beautiful cinema that is well worth a visit, especially after being locked away from movies.
0: And if you don't want to go to the cinema, I will just also do a shout-out to friend of the pod, Lauren Carol Harris, who has launched a new season on her internet uh, newsletter, uh, Prototype.tv, I think. You can find the website if you type in Prototype. The first film of this new season, which features locals like uh, Lele El Reyes and Justin Youssef, which Mm. I'm really looking forward to, uh, is uh, Samantha Lang's new film, Brown Lake, which is an experiential... Film about dragonflies and lakes and mining about North Stratbrook Island. It's beautiful, it's meditative, and it's easy to make jokes about. Narrated by the most famous
1: Canberran, who is one, two, three, Mia M- M- Budzikowska. Oh my, God, you pronounced oh my gosh. pronounced it right. I pronounced it right, dude. Because I know Not getting told up by my again. Canberrans. <laughs> yeah, Maya always catches us out for our mispronunciations. So head on to Prototype. <laughs> text in to FBI if you're a supporter for two dollar passes to Bloodshot Heart. And as they say on Movies, 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 we'll see you in a fortnight.
2: Oh, well, thank you for coming in, André and Jen. And, yep, text in 0409 945 945 with your supporter number so we know that you are a supporter. Um, and as I mentioned before, if you're not already a supporter and you sign up now, you'll go in the running to win a Dream Staycation prize package from Paramount House. So now is definitely the time to be signing up. If you have the means, you could win this Dream. You could win... Our tickets, movies, movies, tickets 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 tickets
1: tickets, tickets,
0: tickets, 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 tickets,
2: tickets, so many things. We always have giveaways for our supporters. So yeah, text in 0409 945 945. Right now, here is a cute one from DOS. It's called Strawberry. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.